You're listening to an Aaron Books podcast. Welcome to Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books. Each Tuesday in our Facebook community, we go live to chat with the children's book author about the magic of books. Each book and author was chosen with you and your children in mind. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's Author Spotlight. This week's Author Spotlight is on Valene Jackson. Valene was born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama. She's a graduate of Jacksonville State University with a BA in communications. She's also a journalist that has written for various publications and she loves being a journalist as much as she loves writing books. So she has written everything from anthologies to romance and even horror. And she was recently inspired by her daughter to bring her children's book, Colors at First Sight, to life. Hey, hey, everybody. My name is Quinn, and I am the creator and host of Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books, um, the podcast that we record live in our Facebook group every Tuesday. Um, this episode is a little different. You're going to notice that we hop right into the interview with the author that was spotlighting this week. Those of you that have been watching us on the show for a while know that I dealt with some family issues where we were struggling with the loss of one of my very close family members. And Valine, the author that we're going to speak to tonight, was just very flexible and she agreed after some scheduling mishaps that we would just record an interview between the two of us instead of live in the group. So I really enjoyed Valine's energy um, and just her spice for life. She came to us and she spoke about her book and some of the other things that she is working on. And I'm excited for you all to meet her. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this very special episode of Parent. Parenting and bonding with children's books. Thanks, guys. Okay, so Valine, can you show us a copy of your book? <laughs> I love it. Look how bright and colorful it is. You know the cool thing about this book. Let me see. Can I get it in here? The little girl on the front of the book is okay. actually my daughter. Wow, I love yeah. that. Most people I think that is. That. I think that's one of the great things about being able to self-publish, right? You have more liberty. You can take more liberties with your with your own book. Yeah. Yeah, because I know I've in speaking to some other authors in their journey, if they went through like a big publisher, they had like very little say in what yeah. happens with the illustration. So tell us about your illustrator. How did you find them? What was that journey like? Oh my God. Um I think my illustrator is pretty cool. He just yes. was like, I mean, how did I find him? I was like, you know, I'm going to do a children's book and I'm going to self-publish. And I was like, I ain't never wrote no children's book before. What, where I start? <laughs> and so <laughs> when I, um, what did I do? I went to Google, find me a black illustrator. And okay. of course they sent me to Fever and I thought about doing Fever, but I just was like, that don't seem right. So I literally went to Facebook and typed in illustrators. And this is everybody that asked me, oh, I love your illustrations. Can you share your illustrator? And I just was like, first of all, his name is in the book. Google him. Let me Facebook him. That's how I literally found him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I think I say he's cool is because even to this day, because he does, he's also an author himself. And mm-hmm. um, he, the funny part is he's written children's books for his children too. Okay. So 
he was not only an illustrator, but a mentor as well. So that's why I thank him so much, even to this day, because any question I have that's journalism, I mean, not journalism, that's author related from children's mm-hmm. books to adult books. He's like, OK, what what do you want to know? I got you. That's awesome. He helped me, you know, I was like, what come first? The pictures or the words, the words are the pictures. And he literally was like, OK, we're going we're gonna do step one, step two, step three, and even to the the uploading format, how to the problems I might encounter with Amazon. He walks me through everything, and I just was like, you know what? When I was signed with the publishing company, I couldn't even get that type of mentorship, and that's what I wanted. And yeah. now I'm self publishing, and I'm getting the mentorship that I've been wanting forever. That's how you're gonna learn. You have to do stuff in order to. Gain experience, you have to step out there. And I feel like mm-hmm. still publishing, I definitely stepped out there and I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. He well, congratulations. Thank you. So you already know I love your book. And um, I say a lot on this show. I think the books I love the most are, are books that give me like a sense of like nostalgia. Like I'm reading them and it's, you know, there are moments in the book that remind me of my own family. Um, and that's so important when you're reading books with, with you know, Black men characters and Black characters. Um, so you have a page in your book, well, two moments I want to talk about, and then you can go, we'll talk more about your true intentions behind the book and why you wrote it. But you have a, and I have notes. So it was funny because, so when we talked about the color red, so for those of you that have not read Valine's book, she walks through the colors that your child and you will encounter as you explore your your day-to-day, as you explore the world. And so we get to the color red, and um, I think it's on the next page where she talks about tomatoes. And she's like, well, I had to try them to know that I didn't like them. <laughs> and that's so big. And, you know, if you're not a parent, you might not get it. But there's so many things that our kids, like, they won't even try it. And it's like, would you just try it so you would know? And you're, you're little. How old is your daughter? She's two. She's two. So my son is seven. And I'm still over here talking about, well, can you just take a no thank you bite? <laughs> the funny part is... um. My mom, when I first published these books, she was like, you know, this book can also be related to adults in a lot of sense. And I was like, true. And I say, um, so, you know, you have to pick a category. And of course, it's more written for children, Mm -hmm. but it applies a lot to adults because I know so many adults, even myself included, that I'm like, oh, that's nasty. I don't want to try that. Mm -hmm. And and my mama would be like, have you tried it first? And I was like, (laughs) No, she was like, girl, you grown, you better try. Yeah, you gonna talk about you don't like something. You you went. I was like, you know what? So if I want to set the example for her, for my daughter, I have to. You gotta try it. You can't tell me, oh no, mom, I don't want that. Tell mm-hmm. eat it, and if you don't like it, then that's fine, and we won't eat it. Yeah. Tell and, me what you don't like about it. Huh? Yeah, like tell me what you don't. Yeah, like about it. Why you don't mm-hmm. like it? Don't just say, oh, well, it looks funny. Okay, sometimes stuff look funny, but it tastes good. I mean. Funnel cakes look weird, but people love the crap out of them. What was it again? Funnel cakes. I think they look weird. Funnel cakes? Yeah. Funnel- oh, I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, it look weird to me. You like a brand, a little, you know, you know, well, that's the nerd in me. That's the scientist part coming out. It looks like a brain a little bit if you, you know, but. Yeah, but they taste good. See, I had, yeah. I tried it and I just was like, eh. And when you said it, I was sitting over here trying to think of foods that look weird, but it tastes good. But like kiwis, kiwis look weird to me. 
Kiwis look weird, but they taste good. Even to yeah. me, like um, broccoli looks weird. It does look like a little tree, and not, I see why kids be like, "I don't want to eat a tree, mom. But that tree is good." Oh gosh, but that's so good. And um, I was like, that's a moment that, you know, a lot of parents can use if they have a child, you know, because we talk about in this group and in our communities, how to use books as tools in our homes. And that page, I feel like it's so important for so many parents, um, you know, if they have a child who is not eating or wanting to try new foods and things like that. And then you had a page where she had a visit with grandma. Yes. And I just, they're sitting there and they're eating oranges. And this reminded me of, so this is not a spotlight on me, but this is, guys, this is books like this that create these moments will stay in your hearts forever, right? And there'll be books that you'll want to go and you'll want to grab off the shelf and keep on reading. So one of my most memorable moments was my grandmother who's still here, but she lives in another state. So I don't see her as much. Um, we used to enjoy snack time together and she used to get up and she would do like, um, she would do midnight snack. And I remember when I found out that she did midnight snack and I'm like, well, I want to be up for midnight snack. (laughs) And so I would wait, like listen out for her to get up and I would meet her in the kitchen. And that page in that book reminded me of those snack times with my grandmother. And I just loved it. I loved all the like little moments in your book when she was with her mom and her mom just looked like, you know, she was just loving life when she modeled after your mother. The grandmother or the mom? The mom. Because I know you said that your daughter was in the book. So I'm just wondering if well, like, it's a family the thing. The funny part is, it's, it's, it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's kind of like us, but it is, but it's not. Yeah. So um, my illustrator was like, okay, well, if you want to use your daughter, so I'm going to use the mother to have your shape. The funny part is um, he wanted, um, my mom seen the book. She was like, is that supposed to be me? That's not me. I don't have gray hair. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, no, I say it is, but it's not because my mom, she doesn't have gray hair. She's not that mm-hmm. old, you know, but he gave the stereotypical grandmother. Yeah. So that's why I say it is, but it isn't. So like, um, and one part of the book, it mentions that um, her mother has um, a purple necklace, uh, amethyst, which is her birthstone. And um, I don't have one yet, but I do have a goal to get one because um, that's something that's personal to me that I do want because mm-hmm. it is my daughter's birthstone and her color. So um, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's all symbolic in a sense. So in a sense, yeah. it's, it's like me and this, like my mom, because her and her grandmother do spend time together. And when it comes down to the the, the funniest thing is, I know I feel like I'm rambling, but okay. I don't feed her. I don't feed her oranges. Like we have peaches, we have strawberries, we have apples, we have pineapples, we have cherries, we have every other fruit. But I do not have a single orange in this house. But in my <laughs> house, she has an orange. My mom gonna find her the little um. Mandarin oranges. Mm-hmm. Eat those with her grandmother. I don't bring them in my house, but with her grandmother, she does. That is so cute. So tell us, why did you write this book? What was the reason that you said, you know what, this is a book that needs to be written? I wrote this book, Honest to God, because um, I have to go cultural at this moment. Culturally, I wrote this book because 
um, in the black community, we, we're fighting for equality so much. And in the black community, we have so many late starts. And when late starts comes excuses and late development. And it's not common that we have generational wealth or things to pass down or give our children head starts. And, you know, in different cultures and, and or backgrounds upcoming, they their children have like something to look forward to. They have that platform, that foundation, that safety cushion. So when they do grow up, they don't have so many struggles. And so my goal was to say, I want my daughters to have a head start. My family don't believe in head starts. I know a lot of black communities, we don't believe in head starts. We just, in a term, get it out the mud. And so we're struggling from beginning to current life. And I said, I don't want that for my daughter. I'd rather, this is me being in the in, on the battlefield for you. This book is just the first step. You're going to have multiple books. You're going to have multiple buildings, establishments, so that you can have a head start. So it doesn't matter that you are going to be a black young woman. You're going to be a black young woman that's educated, gifted, blessed with a foundation that your mama worked her, that God and your mom worked their tail off. So you're going to be out here trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So that's literally why I wrote it. And to also inspire, you know, kids to try stuff and yeah. to hopefully I know it's a big step, but kind of get more parents involved of saying, you know what, let's go to the park. You know, let's not just yeah. throw your tablet at you. Let's go outside and see what we can find. And that's what we do. Me and my daughter, we'll go outside and play and find mm-hmm. two little rocks. We'll go outside and just play. And so hopefully it encourages change. It encourages adventures, trying new things. It's like a whole lot into one book. And most people get my visions, you know, even in those short pages, it's 26 pages, but in those short 26, is literally a lot in my opinion. Yeah. No, there was a lot to take away from each page. I mean, if, if you, when you, buy this book for your child. I mean, they'll be learning different colors. And I love the way you incorporated the colors, even in your text. Um, and then, you know, you introduce in with that different foods, different things that they'll see out in nature. So that was like the first thing I saw, because as I'm like researching books and like different book lists and even books for my son, you know, as we come into summer, everybody wants to get outside. Everybody's tired of being trapped in the house, like with quarantine and COVID and they're looking for a reason. Well, books like this is your reason. To get outside and explore the world. I'm sorry, books like this are your reason to get outside and explore the world um, and be able to do that through books. I was talking to somebody not too long ago about it was like, oh, you know, what's your plan for the summer? Because we can't travel and, you know, we can't do this and we can't do that. And I'm just like, well, you know, you can explore a whole world through books. Like (laughs) when I was a kid, you know, I was so introverted and I didn't go outside and, um, like play very often, right? I did, but not a lot. I would much rather be wrapped up in a book and I'm not encouraging that. I want y'all to get outside. I'm just telling y'all there was a whole nother world like in my books, you know, and I'm talking about like when I was like in middle school or whatever, a whole nother world. So those are my plans like to introduce to my son books that talk about adventure, books that talk about getting outside, books that talk about other countries and other cultures and things like that. And this book right here will allow you to explore locally with your child and appreciate 
um, the things that you see around you. So thank you for sharing your book with us, um, Valine. It is, um, it is an encouraging to see a young woman like yourself, you know, pushing forward because you're right. I don't know if it's that or they don't believe in Head Starts, but I feel like they've given up before they've even started, you know, and it's, it's such a heavy weight to have to push yourself like, you know, out there and try more than other races have to try mm -hmm. in order to make something of yourself. So I'm encouraged by, you know, young women like you who are willing to to do the work in order to make sure your, you know, your child has everything that she needs um, and keep going. I'm excited about your journey and I want to follow along. Um, we have more questions for you, but while you guys are sitting there, just make sure you check out her website. Um, we got it right on the screen, right, Valine? That's me. Yep. So make sure you check out her website, check out her other works as well. Um, we're here to talk about her children's books today, but she has also written um, a, a whole genre of books, you know, anthologies, romance, urban fiction, horror, you know, so anything <laughs> that you may like, Valine has written. Um, that's so exciting. And you can also find her on um, Instagram at author Valine, um, Valine J. All right, Valine. So where can we find your books? I know that I, I saw it on Amazon, but where else can they find it? Well, you can find it on, of course, Amazon, Kindle. It is free on Kindle Unlimited. Um, it's on Google Play, Google Books, Barnes & Noble, Story Answers, which is like a, um, a bookstore where you can actually go to the bookstore and actually buy it. And then there's my personal website of ValineJ.com. And on ValineJ.com, the cool thing about it that I say is the coolest out of all of them is because you get to order it directly from me where I, um, I personally sign each book. Oh. Well, this, this is my own copy, but hold on. I personally sign each copy. Okay. We can see it now. <laughs> and, um, when it, before it goes out. So that way you have your own signed copy. And cause you know, right now I haven't been able to do like book signings and stuff like that. Yeah. So order for me, you get your own signed copy. Okay, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us today, Valine. Is there, is there, I like to ask every author who comes across, is there anything else on your heart to share about your books, about anything? Um, only thing I wanted to, I, th I don't think I mentioned was that in learning, I believe in rep repetition is how you learn. And mm -hmm. one thing that I achieved, that I think I achieved throughout this book is reiterating colors. I gave you two to three versions of color is in the word, the word itself. And I showed followed up with a picture of the yeah. actual color. And then the fourth element is on my personal website. I have colors um, at first sight crayons to further illustrate colors. So it's just like, you know, though we talked about adventure, I do want to also reiterate the fact that it is how you learn your colors. And to say, if you're going to see green, only you're going to see the word green, you're going to read the word green, you're going to see some green grass. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> hopefully by the, on the weekend, about, about a week out, you should know green for sure. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Valine. We really enjoyed you being here with us. Guys, make sure you check out her, her books. I'm going to put her website up here again. That's Valine, V-A-L-L-E-A-N-J.com. I spelled it, but it's on the screen, but you know, whatever helps. So thank you so much, Valine. Um, everybody have a great day. Bye.